This is Peggy Hartshorn, your host for Family Sanctuary, and I just want to let you know that the this program on the abortion pill discusses the pill in an honest and sometimes graphic nature, so we urge parental discretion. Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Family Sanctuary, a show that inspires living the gospel message in word and deed within our families. And now, Family Sanctuary with host Peggy Hartshorn. Welcome to Family Sanctuary, focusing on life-giving relationships and the family. I'm your host, Peggy Hartshorn, chairman of Heartbeat International that advances life-affirming pregnancy help around the world. And we're focusing now on Family Sanctuary on a series of programs on issues surrounding the dignity of the person, and especially on abortion. With the fall of Roe v. Wade, abortion is again front and center, and there are efforts in almost every state, including Ohio, to make abortion a right in our state constitution. So now's the time to understand the truth about abortion, both the science, which we're going to be focusing in on today, as well as what our church teaches, because there are so many lies that you will hear in the media, online, even perhaps from friends and family. So now's the time to learn and share the truth. And we've got a program for you today that uh, on abortion that I think you'll find fascinating and very much to the point of uh what's so much in the news now, the abortion pill. So we're going to be focusing today on dangers of the abortion pill, because you'll hear people say that it's so much safer uh, than um, than surgical abortion. If they even say that, they may just say, well, gosh, um, you know, the FDA has, has ruled that, uh, you know, women can get the abortion pill even uh, without seeing the doctor. They can be ordered through the mail. Um, they're trying to promote being able to buy them at uh, at drugstores. All right. So that implies a kind of a, a safety with the pill, which absolutely is not true. And today, to, to really help us understand the dangers of the abortion pill, uh, we have a guest who's been with us on several other podcasts, uh, programs here for St. Gabriel Catholic Radio on the Family Sanctuary. And you can find these programs by going going to stgabrielradio.com and under the Family Sanctuary, under podcasts, you can search for his name, Dr. Brent Bowles, B-O-L-E-S, or search the term abortion for all the programs that we are that we're recording to help you understand uh, the truth about abortion. So Dr. Bowles, welcome to our program. And I do want to give you uh, a good medical introduction. But first, I want to say welcome and thanks for being with us. It's great to be with you today. Thank you, Dr. Bowles. And Dr. Brent Bowles has been a practicing obstetrician and gynecologist for more than 25 years. And he is board certified. In addition to his private practice, he has held medical appointments, uh, teaching appointments, academic appointments with the University of Tennessee School of Medicine and also the Meharry Medical College. So he is a teacher as well as a practitioner. And I think you'll enjoy that in his presentation, not 
only does he explain things so clearly. I love the way you teach, Dr. Bowles. <laughs> but well, also he can explain to us through some examples from his private practice as well. And um, he has served the pro-life community for many years, was a pregnancy center medical director from 2008 till 21. He has been an expert witness uh, in federal courts on the abortion pill reversal process. And he's now also the medical director of Heart Beat International's Abortion Pill Reversal Network. We have programs in our archives also on abortion pill reversal. So the abortion pill that you will be discussing today, Dr. Bowles, uh, we may touch on the fact that some women are so desperate after they've taken the first pill that they automatically think of things like, can I reverse this abortion? Uh, so, so the abortion pill, its dangers. And I do want to mention also Dr. Bowles' first book, Supremely Wrong, The Injustice of Abortion. That's now in print. So Dr. Bowles, uh, again, welcome. Thank you for uh, the expertise you've already provided in several of our podcasts. Uh, but tell us today um, more about the abortion pill. Uh, is it really safe as 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 the, what should I say, the promulgation of it implies a certain amount of safety. I believe now 70% of all abortions in the United States are done by the abortion pill. Uh, there's an impression that it's safe. But what actually is the truth, Dr. Bowles? Well, the truth is, it is not safe. Like so many other things about the abortion debate, that come from the side that supports it. Uh, they have no respect for the truth. They have no objectivity at all. Um, and, you know, you and I sit here as pro-life individuals, and we understand that it's never safe for the child who's being aborted uh, because they always die. Mm -hmm. um, but we understand it's also not safe for the women. The other side wants, just ignores the, the status of the child uh, and then tells us, that it's safe for women when it's not. You know, now, why would they do that? You have to ask yourself, why would they do that? Well, let's, let's, look, at the, let's look at the dollars involved. Um, a surgical abortion requires you to go to a facility that spends the money to have an operating room, to have ways to use anesthesia to provide pain relief, that has enough employees to help get you ready for a procedure, to help during the procedure, to take care of you after the procedure for recovery. Um, they have to have instruments. They have to have a way to clean and sterilize those instruments. So there's, there's a tremendous cost to doing a surgical abortion, even a first trimester abortion. So if they charge 800 or $1,000, for a first trimester abortion, but most of that goes towards overhead. They're not making as much money mm -hmm. as they are if they charge 600 or $800 for a woman who comes in in the first trimester, who takes one pill there and then they give her four other pills to go home with, and some total the medication will cost far less than $100. Um, Clearly, there's a much bigger profit margin for aborting babies with medication than there is for doing it surgically. Mm -hmm. So when something doesn't make sense, follow the money, and it 
will very often make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So that that's why there's such a push uh, because abortion is a multi-billion dollar industry and um, a lot of people are making a lot of money and a lot of politicians are raking in money for supporting abortion rights. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can look at the Planned Parenthood annual report. Planned Parenthood gets six or seven hundred million dollars a year from the taxpayer and then they turn around and spend 50 or 60 million dollars a year on elections supporting pro-abortion candidates. Mm. And it's at the taxpayer expense. But anyway, I'm, I'm getting off topic here. <laughs> uh, but you're, it's, it's, it's important to understand why these lies are being promulgated. Um, yes. There's a self-interest, obviously, a self-interest there. Um, and not the interest of the baby, as you point out. Babies always die in an abortion or very rarely survive. Sometimes a woman will change her mind and, and we do have a protocol for reversing that abortion pill. If, uh, if she takes a, a progesterone protocol early enough in the process of that pill abortion, it can be reversed, but that's very rare compared to the numbers uh, of a, of a, pill abortions that are occurring in the United States. And this this lie that it's safe has also encouraged uh, what now are called self-managed abortions. And there are websites you can search and find self-managed abortions where there are people encouraging women to bypass doctors entirely. You know, it's safe. Just go get the pill. You can get it online. Who knows where it comes from? Some foreign country. Who knows what's in it? Um and, and so this lie that the pill is safe for women is, is truly devastating. I think you as a practitioner, uh, as, as a practicing OBGYN, Dr. Bowles, you have seen women who have had complications from the pill. Am I correct? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they want to promote the false idea that it's completely safe mm-hmm. and safe. Neil Richards, the former president of Planned Parenthood, in an op-ed that she wrote for the L.A. Times in 2018, she made the now infamous claim that medication abortion is safe by all measures, safer than Tylenol. Oh, my goodness. I had not heard that she said that. Safer than Tylenol. Oh. So that's been picked up by the media. That's oh. frequently said, oh, it's safer than Tylenol. Oh, uh, and I talked to the, the last patient, the most recent patient I saw in our emergency room where I work now, who I had to take care of a complication for her. She said, yeah, they told me this was safer than Tylenol. Mm. Um, and then when you see that, people quote that on social media as if it's a proven fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they say, well, people die from Tylenol overdoses. Uh, so Tylenol's not safe. Well, no, no product is safe if you don't take it the way you're supposed to. Um, I've never seen a patient have a complication from using Tylenol the way it's supposed to be used. <laughs> I've only seen issues with it if they overdose on it mm-hmm. in an effort to hurt themselves. Well, using the abortion pill the way it's approved to use is not safe. There's actually an article that was published by... Um, I believe it was published by an academic obstetrician in Finland who tracked complications from abortion pills. And the the system of healthcare in Finland, it's very easy to do research because it's 
a centralized social socialized healthcare system, which I don't, I'm opposed to socialized medicine. Um, but the fact is that when it's a single payer centralized socialized medicine, then every interaction with the healthcare system that any citizen has is recorded. Mm-hmm. And the, the reasons that they were there are recorded. So they can search the database and see everybody who interacted with the healthcare system because they were pregnant and everybody who had a miscarriage or an ectopic or a delivery and everybody who had a surgical abortion and everybody who had a medication abortion. And what they found over a period of several years of data, what they found was and realized this is in a country where abortion is only legal through 12 weeks and where every patient who takes a medication abortion still has to see a doctor to be assessed beforehand. That's that's the so, law in Finland. That's in Finland. Okay. So even, even when you limit it to 12 weeks or less, and every patient has to see a doctor as part of the process, a medication abortion is four times more likely to send you to the emergency room than a surgical abortion. Four times more likely to send you four to an emergency room. Mm-hmm. Yes, four times more likely. 20% of the women in that country who had a medication abortion had to have further care for an adverse event. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, only- if if our listeners are saying, uh, I need... I, I need uh, citations on studies like that. There are a couple of good resources. Uh, there's a book called Complications, uh, Abortions Impact on Women. It's in its second edition. This is available um, on Amazon. It's not available on the internet. One of the doctors, Angela Lanfranchi, who has collaborated on the, collaborated on this research is, is a friend of ours and uh, complications, abortions impact on women. You can find all kinds of citations there giving the kinds of studies uh, that you're referring to, Dr. Bowles. And of course, we also have the APLOG website, American Association of Pro-Life OBGYNs, A-A-P-L-O-G dot org. And they also have some great articles cited there. So the research shows that this lie that abortion uh well first of all that 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 the pill abortion is safer than surgical abortion or that abortion is safe period for women it really is a lie and the truth is available um so if you've just joined our program our guest today is Dr. Brent Bowles, who's a practicing OBGYN. He's been practicing OBGYN for 25 years. He also has uh, academic appointments with two universities, uh, medical schools. He's a published author. He's an expert witness in federal courts relating to the abortion pill reversal. Um, and he's also the medical director of Heartbeat International's Abortion Pill Reversal Network. So we're talking today, our topic is dangers of the abortion pill for women. And it's part of a series of programs that you can find on stgabrielradio.com under Family Sanctuary, first of all, under our podcast, and then under Family Sanctuary, and then search for the word abortion. Now is the time when we're hearing so many lies about abortion to understand the science and understand what our church teaches. So that's what we're working on here on the Family Sanctuary in this series. And Dr. Bowles, we really appreciate the four programs that you have done for us. They're just excellent. 
And so let's continue with the topic today on the dangers of the abortion pill for women. Not only is there a danger of, I would think, mainly bleeding, which is leading people to emergency rooms, that's an immediate complication. Let's talk about some of the specific Are there other immediate complications? And then what about long-term complications? Um, Let's get into some of those specifics on the the, the actual uh, physical dangers for women. And I suppose, too, it's good to talk about the emotional and um, psychological complications of the abortion pill as well. Yes. So you... Uh, before we get into that, you mentioned you know people who would ask about sources. I'm going to give them the resource I'm quoting when I say that it's four times more likely to land you in the emergency room with medication than it is after surgery. This was an article published in a peer-reviewed magazine. The call it's we typically call it the Green Journal, but it's the Journal of Obstetrics and Gynecology, actually published by the American College of OBGYN. Hmm. Uh, And they published this peer-reviewed study in 2009. The title of the study is Immediate Complications After Medical Compared with Surgical Termination of Pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Uh, In that study, every woman who underwent an induced abortion in Finland from the year 2000 to the year 2006 was followed up until 42 days after the abortion. And then their risks of complications were looked at. Mm-hmm. And they found that the, the incidence of adverse events was four times higher in the medical compared with the surgical group. Mm-hmm. Um, and their conclusion, uh, medical termination is associated with a higher incidence of adverse events. Mm-hmm. These observations are relevant when counseling women seeking early abortion. So when the abortionist or the abortion promoter says it's safer than Tylenol, they are going against what this study says. This study says not only is it more dangerous than surgical abortion, but patients deserve to know that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and they don't. Sure. So. And by the way, these studies in Europe, uh, the abortion pill has been common in Europe for, for decades, and it's just only recently become common in the United States. So simply because that's a, a, an article from the past does not mean that there's not a lot of abortion pill research and experience behind it, because in Europe, they have been using the pill, as I said, uh, for abortion for decades. So, yes. so what about... Um, these other complications, Dr. Bowles, I, I want to make sure we have plenty of time to go over them. We've got what about, I think maybe um, about about nine minutes to go in our program. So that's good. Okay, we've got time to go into some of these complications. So the complications that occur usually are related to the degree of bleeding, uh, and whether or not there's any retained tissue because the process was incomplete. And if it has been ongoing for a period of time, infection becoming superimposed upon that retained tissue. Mm. So those are the most common issues that we see uh, with women who have complications after medication abortion. Um, in Finland, what, what, patient, what people need to understand is that that study in Finland is talking about how much more risky it is in the setting of always being under 12 weeks and always knowing um, 
actually that study was um, seven weeks, not 12 weeks. So even at seven weeks gestation, you're four times more likely to have a complication from medication than surgical. And so, aren't they increasing the um, gestas- gestational age for which they are promoting the pill? It used absolutely. to be promoted for much earlier pregnancies, much earlier development of the embryo than, than is true now, right? It started here with its initial approval at seven weeks. Then they moved it to 10. And now it's like the Wild West. Anybody who wants it can try it, no matter how far along they are. In fact, one study that was published by an abortionist here talking about how safe it is to give it by mail, the study also admitted that they had one patient who took the medication and then delivered her dead 33-week baby at home. Mm. She was wrong on her gestational age. Mm. Um, So... The complications, of course, would increase dramatically the, the bigger the embryo or the fetus is. The farther along the pregnancy, the greater the risk of right. hemorrhage and incomplete, an incomplete procedure mm-hmm. resulting in infection and bleeding. So this, the, the, where I'm working right now, I work as a hospitalist, which means I just go in, I cover a 24-hour shift at a hospital, and then I go home. Part of my responsibility is covering the women's emergency room at that hospital. We have a separate one for women who come in with obstetric and gynecologic problems. And most of the women who have issues come to that one. Sometimes they go to the main ER. Understand that the numbers I'm about to tell you will be a little more shocking when you realize that I see less than 10% of the total volume of patients that come through the women's emergency room. There are other doctors that when they're on call, they see them. And then sometimes the issues are handled by the main emergency room in the other building. So I'm seeing far less than 10% of the women who come in to our emergency room with complications after an abortion. And in the past year, I've kept a summary of the details of cases. And I was looking at that yesterday. In the past, in less than a year, I've seen 15 life-threatening complications from medication abortion. And I'm seeing far less than 10% of the patients that come through my hospital, which is only one hospital out of probably more than a dozen in the city where I live. Mm. That's, so that 15, is sad. 15 life-threatening complications mm-hmm. after abortion. 13 of the 15 were after medication abortion. Only two of them were after surgical abortions. Mm. And that's 10% of, of the women who are coming into, you said, an, a women's emergency room. But there are main, there's another main emergency room that, that is, would have a totally separate uh, yes. clients where the, women might the, be going as well, certainly are going as well. And the emergency room doctors there will handle some of the more minor complications from it because if they don't need surgery and they don't need to be admitted, then they can take care of the issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But yes, I'm seeing less than 10% of the patients who come to our hospital with complications after an abortion. Mm-hmm. And I've seen 15 life-threatening complications in less than one year. And of course, abortionists would not be tracking these kinds of complications 
the, the doctors well, giving the pills care. because women don't go back there. Uh, and of course, women are getting them over the internet, even without a doctor's prescription or without a doctor's supervision. Dr. Bowles, we've only got about three minutes to go. I want to ask you to touch on the emotional complications as well. How are women emotionally when they're coming in? Well, they're, they're told by the abortion clinic uh, or by the place they get it online that they can just expect some significant cramping and some heavy bleeding that's uh, short-lived and usually not much more than a heavy period. So they're very shocked and traumatized when they see a baby come out that has a recognizable head and body and arms and legs and fingers and toes and you can see the eyes and you can see the nose and you can see the mouth when they're not prepared for that Mm-hmm. And they're told that that's not what was going to happen, that it's just a blob of tissue or a clump of cells, and it'll be no more than a heavy period. They're they're very traumatized mm-hmm. by and this. And they've had this abortion in their own home, generally speaking. Yes. In their own bathroom. For anyone who saw the movie Unplanned, which came out in 2019, no, 2018, um, the story of Abby Johnson, mm-hmm. the former Planned Parenthood clinic director, who herself had a medication abortion. The very vivid scene where the actress is portraying what happened in Abby's bathroom at home had blood all over the place mm-hmm. like a slaughterhouse. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I've seen these patients describe. Right. I've seen them come in. The last one I took care of had blood stains all the way down her legs to her ankles Mm. that we had to clean up when we were taking her to the operating room. So, Dr. Bowles, I'm sure this is traumatic as well for the even those who are who are assisting her and helping her. Unfortunately, we've come to the end of our time. I just want to add to that, Dr. Bowles, that we hear about this and see it in our pregnancy centers as well. It used to be that women who came for help after abortion and uh, needed healing would often it would be 10 years or sometimes 20 years after their abortion. That's not what's happening now. We're getting women almost immediately uh, who have been traumatized by their pill abortions and are calling for help. So the emotional uh, devastation for women is is just amazing. Well, that's this is a difficult subject. It's a it's it's difficult to talk about. It's difficult to hear about. But that is the truth about abortion, not just for the babies, but also for the mothers. So, Dr. Bowles, we truly thank you for being with us today. You are listening to The Family Sanctuary on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm your host, Peggy Hartshorn. If you've had an abortion or you know someone considering abortion, go to optionline.org or pregnancycenters.org for referrals to help in your community all over the U.S. and all over the world. And to find our program and other programs from Family Sanctuary, uh, look at stgabrielradio.com, choose podcast, then Family Sanctuary, and search for other programs on abortion. Our program is broadcast at four on Saturdays and two on Sundays. So join us again to strengthen our families and make them sanctuaries of life as God intends. Family Sanctuary is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM820. Archives of Family Sanctuary with Peggy Hartshorn are available at stgabrielradio.com.